Hello and welcome to Beyond Radio Podcasts. This is an episode in our series The Veteran Story, produced in conjunction with Morecambe Football Club Community Sports and the First Light Trust. In this series, local veterans recount their experiences of serving in the armed forces and life since leaving. The views expressed here are of the individual contributor. This is The Veteran Story. This is the Veteran Story podcast where we speak to Armed Forces veterans to find out the story behind their careers. I've got a gentleman here with me today who's going to have a chat. He's going to tell us his name and introduce himself. Yeah, it's, it's Derek Chownak, ex-Royal Marine. Where do you live at the moment? Where I live on Westgate. Do you living, you're living in Morecambe now? In Morecambe, Are yeah. you from Morecambe originally? No. Where are you I'm from? I'm a Londoner, really. Oh, OK. But I was brought up in Oxfordshire. Oh, lovely. Whereabouts mm. in Oxfordshire? Well, um, do, you, do you know Bicester? Uh, I don't. I know some parts of Oxfordshire, but no, not Brackley, that one. Brackley, Silverstone, all around oh, that yes, area. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. area yeah. I come that's, from. That's where you came from. Yeah. Right, OK. So, was joining the armed forces always an ambition of yours as a no, young man? No, no. When I was 18, it was time for national service. And um, I went I went to Oxford for, a, you know, like an interview thing for... What do you like to go into the Air Force, Army, Navy? And uh, at the end of the thing, he said, oh, yeah, you, you can go in the Army. I said, I won't go in the blooming Army. I said, he said, what would you like to go in? I said, the Royal Marines. I had no clue they were. I didn't even know what uniform they wore. Didn't know anything about them. Well, you'll have to um, volunteer for that and go as a regular. So I went to Reading to the um, recruit office there and done an interview and that and next thing I was I was in the Marines <laughs> and um, the first time I ever saw a Marine uniform when it was a while I was at Reading it come out I had to wait a while for a train back to Oxford and it was a, it was a fun fair there Marine there all dressed you know red and white hat and I thought good god that's lovely <laughs> I had no clue what it was all about so I guess you, you found out quite quickly when you started training. <laughs> when I joined up, they, they met us. At, we went to deal. That was the first 12 weeks of the training. And uh, they said, you won't be going ashore for six, um, six weeks. I thought, oh, marvellous, going straight on the ship. It was a blooming barracks. <laughs> and uh, done 12 weeks there. Then I went to Limston. We'd done another 12 weeks infantry training and I went from there to a place called Bickley done the commando training that was six weeks and from there to Portsmouth done two weeks training sea service training and then we finished off King Squad in East Mead Barracks in Portsmouth nine months training altogether. so how old would you have been 18 18 yeah, yeah. so just straight out of school yeah. pretty much yeah yeah yeah. Just, well, I was old enough for the national service, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But I hadn't a clue what I was letting myself in for. So it was still national service at that point, was it? It was, yeah. yeah. We'd got na- one or two national servicemen in the Marines, you know. Yeah. But they didn't do the full training. They used to do, I, I think they'd done about six months or something like that. Might have been a little bit less. So what was your family's thoughts about you joining the Marines? Were they? I was a little skinny devil, you know. <laughs> They said, you, you, you'll never make it. You, 
you're not strong enough, you're not big enough. And that was it. And I got through it all right. I was not sort of outstanding, but I could do everything I had to. Yeah. Yeah. So where did you go first for your first posting? First posting was um, Cyprus. Then we went back to Malta from Cyprus to train up for Suez. Went to Suez, back to Malta, back to Cyprus. So when you say Suez, was that at the time of the Suez, Suez crisis? Landings, yes. So it would have been sort of the mid-50, yeah. 1956, yeah, thereabouts? That was, yeah, that was with 40 Commando. Okay. Mm. So what did you do there? I was um, in a sort of fighting troop. It was, uh, what was there? Um, how big were the, the troops were about 60 of us. Well, they'd done the landing and that. that. I, was, um, I was working with the storekeeper, and I followed them up with all the stores and that. And um, it only lasted for, well, what was it, about a day or something. Then they all went back, and uh, we were left a week behind, like a rear party. Then back to Malta. Went back to Malta, that was only like a dropping-off period. We were only there a few weeks. And we went back to Cyprus. Then the second time, I joined 4-2 Commando. And I was MT then, motor transport. We ended up on the first Commando carrier, HMS Bulwark. What was that? We went about 60, 60, was it 59, 60, about 1960 I think we went on there. And then I went, uh, we went out where it was like a blooming new toy, you know, they were showing it off to the world. We went all over the blooming world. I went, uh, went to Malta, uh, North Africa first, then Malta, then Gibraltar, then through the Suez Canal, went to Aden, down to Kenya, Muscat, and come back up, called in Sri Lanka, Maldive Islands, we went on to Singapore, and that was our base. There about, only there about six weeks, and off we went again. Back up there. Back to Bremen, um, where was it, um, Kenya. We went back to Kenya, Aden, all the places we'd been to. Back again. And, and the third time we went to Hong Kong, uh, we, only back a few weeks went up to Hong Kong and around that area. And uh, I, it was a married a company tour. I saw my wife for about, I shouldn't think I saw her for more than about six, nine weeks in 18 months. And that was a company tour. So were you, were you seeing much of these places when you when you went to them or was it a case of very no, much you sort of sailing? Then. Yeah. Yeah, we'd done a few exercises in different places like in, in Kenya, we went right up to Nairobi and you know, Muscat, we went ashore there, there was a little bit of trouble there, but never saw any. Um, where else do we go? Went to the Maldive Islands and rescued the, um, I think, I don't know what he was, he was like, he was a king or what he was. Took him over to, well, I used to call it, um, what did, what's it from it? Sri, Lanka, Sri Lanka, dropped him off and off we went again. You rescued a king? Well, I don't know if he was a king, but he was the he was the head of the Maldive Islands. You know, he's like the chief. Well, I don't know what they. So, what was there a bit of unrest there at the time? Yeah, I think they were going to do him in or something. He had to be moved. Yes, I think they were going to kill him or something. Right. So, grabbed him on the boardwalk and took him over to Sri Lanka on the other side of the 
and off we went again. But um, never at home. No. Was that hard, not, not being able to see your wife? I don't know. You just sort of accepted it, you know. I mean, when we got back in Singapore, we had good times, you know, parties. And, but, um, well, this is, I suppose as a young man that you, yeah, and, you, and you travel in yeah. the world, you will have made a lot of friends. Oh, yes. Yeah, we had a good time. You know, it was a good life, really. Is there anybody still who's, who's still around you keep in touch with today from those times? Well, my friend has just died from Morecambe here. Um, one or two I keep... Well, I'm in the 4-2 Commando Association. I know a few people there. I've found them up at And um, I don't know anybody, really. Only this chap um, is in here. Well, I don't really know him because he joined after I came out. Yeah. And um, when I left the Marines... I never settled. I, I tried the prison service and that. No good. I thought, oh, blow it. I joined up again, so I went into the RAF. Right. So how old were you I'd then? I'd done five years. I was about seven years in the Marines. What would that have taken me from 54? To 61. Yeah. And it was the end of end of the 60s I came out of the RAF. Right, right. And I went to, where did I go with them? Um, North Africa. Uh, what was it? Tobruk. Right. You know, I was on a police dog amber in the round. Okay. Yeah. But how did being in the RAF compare to the Marines? Oh, well, it was a different life. I mean, I've nothing against the RAF. I thought they were all right. But it was a different life, you know. Yeah. Different, you type, of, different type of person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit what, what the differences were? Well, I don't know. A Marine, Marines, that, that's sort of a different kind of animal you know and the rapper sort of more quiet and that I mean alright I had some nice friends in there yeah but um but is that is the marines life the one that you look back on most fond? oh yes you know I can look back when I joined up in 54 it was about 30 of us in the squad and I can more or less name every one of those and every town they came from look at the RAF photograph might have been about 30 odd of us in there. And I could, the only bloke I could tell you next was my instructor, a Corporal Irons, and he was next Marine. <laughs> and he was my instructor. Yeah. 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 So that was the difference, you know. It's, yeah. Mm. So you said you found it difficult when you came out, sort of, you, you tried different jobs, prison yeah. service. How was it coming out the second time? Wasn't too bad. Um, I worked for um, stories in Lancaster when it was stories oh, at yes. White, White Cross Mill. Yep. And now I got fed up with that. I thought I'll do a government training course, and I'd done one in engineering, turning, and I got a job with Lucas. And I was with them for 15 years. Then we took early retirement, and um, then I, I worked in an old people's home. I was there for a few years, and then I worked with a firm called Raynard. They'd done the they done all these um, body things for the indie cars, and I was there more or less. Well, I said I'm not going. I'm not going to work to 65. And I, I said I packed. I finished a day before I was 65, and that was it. I retired. Yeah. And you've you still got family and? No, my wife died about 19 years ago. Then I got my partner. Her husband was a. He was another ex-marine to be quite bally with him he died and then I took on with his wife and we were partners for about 17 years and she died about 18 months ago right. 
Now, I lost my son two months ago. Oh dear. So, I'm on my own at oh, the yeah, moment. Yeah. Got one son who lives down in, in uh, Bedford. So, he's coming to the the Morecambe Football Club, the Veterans Coffee Mornings. Is that is that something that really helps you? Yeah, well, I've, I've been about, I think, about six to go. I've been there, you know. It's, but um, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. get to know one or two people. Do you meet people who have been in the Marines as well, who've had similar experiences? No, it's experiences? not many Marines around here. No. Just this chap, um, what's his name? Well, he put you in touch with me. Gary. Gary. Gary Knighton, yeah, yeah, we've had him on the podcast. And yeah. I had a new, new, another couple of Marines here and an ex-Navy chap, they have all died. There's hardly any of us left around here now. So... When you sort of see, you know, conflict on the TV or in yeah. the news today, I mean, how does that, how does that sort of make you feel? In sort of when you when you reflect back on your own career, well, I've sort of got it. It's sort of all gone out of me, you know. You sort of, I always look to see how the Marines are doing, you know. But um, that's all in the past now. But do you sort of reflect on it in yeah. general as a as a yeah, great, a, a great and, career? Yeah. And another thing I do, I well, for the last seventeen years. I've run a coach trip to the Royal Albert Hall in London. Oh, yeah. We got to see the Mountbatten Festival of Britain. That's the um, mass bands of the Royal Marines. And um, I had to fall out last year because I wasn't well. I'd broke my leg in that. And um, I'm going to try and do it again this year. This will be the 17th time from Morecambe. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah that'll be really good. Yeah. So, just in in general, do you sort of reflect on it as a as a oh, great, yeah. a yes, great a lovely, lovely day out? That well, yeah. we stop in Oxfordshire overnight in a lovely hotel, go to the concert, back to the hotel. Yeah, they lay us a, a two course meal on them and way down to London. And I mean, you know, it's a lovely good weekend. Day. Yeah, yeah. And some of the people that have been going with us, we've been taking between thirty and forty each year. Phone up. Are you going again? And some of them have been every time. Yeah. Yeah. And how are you now? You said you've, you've had a bit of a. Me hips. A broken me hips got better, and the legs yeah. got. My knees have gone. That, that's why I'm walking on the old crutch. I'm fine of going down. This knee's a bit weak. Yeah. But other than that, health-wise, you know, I'm pretty good. Doing okay. How old are you now, Derek? Eighty-six. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you here, yeah. and um, it's been great chatting to you. Yeah. And you're telling us a little bit about what yeah. was clearly a fascinating career. Yeah. And something, you know, it's clearly that you look back yeah. on fondly by the yeah. sound of things. Yeah, there was um, when I was in the Marines. What was it? B Troop Forty Commando. There was only sixty of us, and we lost uh, five of them were killed mm. out of the sixty. Mm. Yeah, but um, and then four two Commando, we never lost anybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, that's it. Okay, well, thank you very much for chatting to us, Derek. Yeah. It's been great hearing your story for the Veteran Story podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Veteran Story. You can subscribe to the podcasts and visit the Beyond Radio podcast page at www.beyondradio.co.uk forward slash podcasts to hear further veteran stories as they are released. For information on how the First Light Trust is helping local veterans, visit www.firstlighttrust.co.uk Beyond Radio